0: Welcome, traders and friends. I'm Alisa Levinson, and this is RU Green, a daily review of the New York Stock Exchange with top news, top movers, and insights into my personal swing trading. Today is January 7th, 2021, and everyone has been shocked today to see that the market is hitting all-time highs. It is pretty crazy, especially since yesterday is going to go down in history as a Day of national emergency, and then meanwhile, we've got these record highs. So, the spy previous close was 373.55, it's now around 378.92. XLK technology sector previous close was 126.51, it's now around 129.47. You don't even have to ask, of course, they're green. And the question everybody wants to know are you green? Of course, everyone is green right now, it's insane. Today I really want to go over the news from DC, how corporations and the market has reacted and the reasons why behind this huge surge that we're seeing. I want to go over top movers and then I have to share my painful struggles today as I dealt with so many issues with the pattern day trading restrictions and cash in my account. I made so many great sales today because I have such a clear trading strategy in place. So I really want to walk you guys through what happened so we can learn and grow together. So stay tuned. Yesterday was a large turning point for our country. As horrible as the events were, it did push a lot of people in politics to finally stand up for democracy and kind of jump off that uh, Trump boat. It was interesting to see corporations like Facebook and Twitter restricting Trump's accounts. That was a very bold move and sticky, especially since we are a country that promotes free speech. But they cited the account as invoking violence and they placed it as more of an emergency measure to make sure that the transition of power goes smoothly so probably around the next two weeks. We've also seen many positions close to Trump resigning today and Elaine Chao just stepped down. She led the Department of Transportation for the president but more notably she is also the wife of Senator Mitch McConnell. So these people are jumping from the president's ship very quickly now. As I woke up this morning morning and saw the news that Congress did go ahead and complete the ratification of President Elect Biden's victory. I was expecting the markets honestly to go down right off the open based on the election ratification and based on the chaos that ensued yesterday. But nope, the markets shot straight up. A lot of people have been asking me, why is this happening? Why is the market not affected by this insanity that's happening right now in our country. There's a few reasons that I think are are behind the move today. So first of all, we have to remember that these actions are coming after 2020. We already had 300 days of insanity. And towards the end of 2020, the market was just building and building resiliency against what they can expect with the transfer of power and the coronavirus still ramping up as we're trying to get vaccines out. So that resiliency is built in. And at the end of the day, the market is all about tomorrow. And that's really the second reason why the markets aren't affected. The transfer of power is only two weeks away and the market makers, they know that at the end of the day, the Republicans will move forward with President Biden, as we saw this morning when they ratified the election and confirmed him as president-elect. Another reason why we saw the markets go up was because of that ratification. People are expecting a growth-friendly economic policy to come out of biden President residency from the first few months, with relief, assistance to small businesses, new energy, and more. And the last reason actually warms my heart. It really looks like yesterday's events have further isolated Trump and will actually bring together our divided country. It's been so motivating to hear Republicans and Democrats both coming forward saying that they will not tolerate this attack on our democracy. And I actually feel like this might give us an opportunity to repair what 2020 has done to our country. So let's move in to the New York Stock Exchange, my favorite section of the podcast. We've got our top movers for today. There were so many, but retail really surged today. That was surprising, as well as electric vehicles and fuel. Plug, P-L-U-G, is up 29%. Gemma, J-M-I-A up 16%, percent d up 98%. This was a ticker this morning off the open that a few traders that I follow were trying to short. And I felt so bad because I knew that that was a very dangerous play. So a lot of those people got stopped out. I feel like that example is exactly why shorting is just such a risky business. What we saw with J-M-I-A, up 16% goes exactly to show why I go over top movers in the first place because yesterday they were on our list for a top loser. So let's look into the top losers today and maybe those are ones to watch. We've got BBY down 8.5%, Bed Bath & Beyond. We have AYI Acuity Brands down 6% and Urban Outfitters down 5.59%. So we'll be looking at those tomorrow. I did also follow the drop in JD today. I moved my order from 85.70 down to 85 and I'm going to keep that live for a little bit because I do think that there might be an opportunity for a swing there. So let's look right into my personal accounts. The morning started with me tracking Alibaba. That's B-A-B-A. I was very happy with the drop that I saw. It didn't quite follow my normal strategy because the drop in the movement was definitely there. However, the pivot points were very far away. So I didn't want to take this on as a swing. I thought I could just profit off of a short day trade off of the pop. So this time I did not want to make a mistake. I went to my ThinkOrSwim platform, which is the TD Ameritrade broker. That's the account that I have that is a hundred percent cash account. So it does allow for day trades, and that's the account that I went to to try to buy Alibaba. I think it was around $222.80 at the time. I took a quick glance at the amount of cash that I should have in my account, and then I went ahead and placed the order. That order ended up getting rejected. Why? It told me I did not have enough cash in my account. That's really where trading on a cash account comes to bite you in the butt. I wanted to go over this situation with you all because it does sound like this is a great alternative to the pattern day trader restriction, which says that you cannot day trade more than three days in a five-day period if your account is under $25,000. That's a margin account. However, if you open up a cash account, you don't have those restrictions. What a lot of people don't realize is that when they very quickly make these buying and selling moves from their cell phone from the computer, they see the results right away, but on the back end, the banks, the brokers are actually settling the accounts. And to settle these transactions, it does take a couple days. And so with a cash account, you don't get your cash back right away because they have to go through that settlement process for a few days. So that was unfortunate. It's part of the downside of dealing with these pattern day trading restrictions. But you know what? I decided to take this trade anyways. So I just went right over to my Robinhood account. I went ahead and bought this at 222.79. So my plan is to sell this at 227.70. That was my original plan to sell for a day trade. And then I have a higher target up at 230. The disappointing thing is that I did see this ticker climb to those levels today and I couldn't sell because again of that restriction. So it is really disappointing. There might be some of you who think, well actually I can day trade on my Robinhood account. Yes. Robinhood does help you track your three trades a week with a pattern day trader tracker. The only thing that is extremely difficult is that sometimes, even if you're trading the same ticker, it will count for multiple day trades. So I'm actually restricted from that feature. I had a warning that came through last year and they have restricted that feature for my account until March 5th. So that's really a bummer. But you know what? Looking at the ticker now, it hit 229 So I do think it's going to hit my target tomorrow for a 230 sell. And I'm going to be better off because of it. This actually made me think of what happened with AYX. Similar situation. I didn't buy this on my cash account. I bought with Robinhood. I initially bought for $110.50 for a day trade selling at $113. But now my sell levels are at 1. dollars 1765 and 119. And you know what? I think it's going to get there. So I'm really happy about how that turned out. So maybe same with Alibaba. It was just for the better, but we'll see. And of course, I'll update you. I did also sell off the rest of my Wells Fargo. My average was 30.46. I sold today for 33.55, so a three point gain. I was really happy about that. For all the sales that I'm talking about today, it was very convenient because I had these orders in. So these are things that I did not have to think about as I was dealing with the struggle of buying Alibaba in these accounts. I didn't have to worry about the swing trades that I was already in because I set my plan. I had my cell levels and my orders in the system already. So with Phat, P-H-A-T, Phantom Pharmaceuticals, my average was 34.75. I had my first sell, so it was just a small size sell at 36.47 for a 1.7 gain. My next target is 38.75 on that. And I did, again, just take off a small piece to secure in that profit. I also started a new longer term swing trade with Coca-Cola. That's KO. The average is 49.72. My target is at least 52. I might change that depending on the movement. But again, I am expecting this to be a longer term swing because of the low volume with the ticker. It's a very safe ticker to trade. So I'm not worried about that one at all. And then we have my drama with Netflix. So for those of you who listened yesterday, you know that this was another issue with my accounts. I did want to day trade this as well, and I ended up buying it with both of my accounts. So my average was 506.26 with my TD Ameritrade account and then 504 with my Robinhood account. So I was watching this off the open. I put a sell at 5.4. 1480, and I got the 10.8 gain on that. So that's a huge profit gain for me for a swing trade. And it did turn out a couple points higher than my day trade with this yesterday. So I was really happy about that. My TD Ameritrade still had a small position of Netflix and I had a sell in at 514.17 and I made 7.89 on that. So really happy about that profit. I wanted to talk about Netflix last because looking at the today it is making those same movements after it hit my cell levels it went ahead and dropped back down and it's kind of been bouncing back up but it did get pretty close to the monthly pivot at 506.18 because of this movement I'm going to watch this tomorrow off the open let's just rinse and repeat so my buy levels off the open tomorrow for Netflix will be 506.50 I think that this is a great stock where you can see the high volume, the large spread, the fast movements. It's everything I look for in a ticker. So we'll continue to track Netflix this week. Tomorrow, of course, is Friday, and I'm very excited to stream the podcast live. It's going to be a different stream from the past because I now will be starting at 1230 Pacific Standard Time. That's 330 Eastern Standard Time. I'm really excited to have this start at a very consistent time for 2021. And I'll be live streaming every Friday, again, at 330 Eastern Standard Time. And that will be on YouTube. And I'll be sharing some charts as well. So you can Click in the description to follow me and subscribe on YouTube. Thank you all for listening. I hope everyone had a great green day, but don't forget to plan your trades and trade your plan.